0: the middle of the month our world is just a little bit off kilter so I'm asking everyone today to focus on what's working because there's a lot right now I know in the United States I can speak for I can't speak for the rest of the world but boy we have a lot going on here Um, every state is like its own country and things are just kind of running amok. There's some people who took over a state for a while or took over City Hall yesterday in their state. Um, There's some states that are dialing back and starting to shut down a little bit because numbers are going up and it it just feels like everything is very careless right now and a lot of anger is being spilled out and a lot of Fears and doubts and worries and going back to what we were may not be the answer, but it's all we know. And so people are trying to do that. And there's just so many different spinning plates and it's exhausting. So focus on what is working so that that energy kind of fills our world and fills our space because it will spill over and the balance will return somehow but right now there is no soft voice, there is no strong voice, there is nobody really addressing our country, it's more just, you know, pissing matches and media and Twitter and social media, believe it or not, as opposed to any real conversations, and so, um, this is what happens, what, exactly what we're seeing when that doesn't exist. I wanted to put that out because not today, even though today's questions Friday, but two days ago I had somebody write me about such a high level of anxiety that they were scared to go out of their house. And so I said, no, 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 wait a second, you've got to focus. And what is working, because right now your brain thinks everything's not working, and that's not true. So I wanted to wait to today to bring it up and just say, you know, we can create a different world. A different world is actually being created right before our eyes. However, in that, it starts with us. It starts in our homes. It starts in what we create. And what we can control and what we can't control. Because those things are vital to our existence as people. Because right now, it's like, you know, we're hearing of people dying every day for different reasons. And, and it's not that we're numb to it, but we internalize that fear of not being able to survive or survive well or survive with something happening. And so we have to balance, you know, exercise, exercise. It really changes your brain. Eat well. You feel like you're empowered. And and I'm not saying eat well and don't eat junk food and do eat that. We all know what eat well means. And we also know that overeating or eating the wrong things makes us sluggish, kind of fogs up our brain. That's a reality. And it's hard to do those things, and that's why we need to do them. Because when we do things that we think are hard, and we overcome them, we feel victorious. We feel like, hey, I can tackle the world, and we will walk out of our front door. But if we're constantly looking at everything that doesn't work, and we're listening to all the spinning plates, and we don't know where our mind is going to go first, those spinning plates have been there prior to this time when we were in a lockdown, or we did have protests, or whatever is going on, and, and we had all of that happening. It's just now making it to everybody. Right now is actually in the bigger picture, to God, one of the greatest times in our history, because right now in our lives, change is happening. It's happening before our eyes. There is no stone left unturned. There is a bigger picture once we file through this and we pull out all the stuff and all the people who want to hurt each other. And everything is being seen. It's like America right now is, is being run like a huge dysfunctional family. And our therapy right now is screaming, shouting, releasing. And then we'll calm down. There's no way to sustain this for very long. And as we calm down, we will start to say, hey, this is how we need to create this new world. Things don't just happen. We have to make them happen. That's the whole point. It's not about just getting answers. It's about learning lessons. Like, why are people revolting? Why are people angry? What is happening? So all of that being said, you know, your own personal heart, your own personal feelings are in your hands, are in our hands, that away from yourself. I know it's not easy, but man, if we pay attention, we have a chance. If we ignore it, if we hold our breath, if we just, you know, react to it by stopping our own lives, then we have... We have not helped ourselves, and we can, and you can. It's possible. So I hope that helps. If not, please write me again. Please let me know how you're doing. I have another question. And again, I, I'm weirdly, it kind of relates to loss of control. Dear Nadia, I need your advice. Anonymous, please. I really appreciate it. Somehow my life seems off. I am dealing with a lot of regret, remorse, and anger. It does not serve me, I know. I deeply regret not having a family of my own. I could start one right now. My boyfriend would love to. But it doesn't feel right. I am afraid of too much trouble. He already has children already, and he is in the middle of negotiating the divorce after four years of separation. Her postponement, so she was able to go to university and get a second degree and a better job. Here I am feeling sorry for myself, and I really do not want to feel that way. Also, I feel too old for a pregnancy now, but I miss being a mom. I have very strong feelings, and I am very vulnerable. I am sticking to my daily routine, trying to take good care of myself, but I am afraid I don't know how to handle myself right now. Hmm. Can you see where what is going on, how I feel, and what my mind tells me are two different stories? My heart wants to go full throttle, and my mind is on the brakes. Help, please. Then there was a second part to the question. Also, the emotional stress. I think I create, I think I create make me sick literally. I get really bad herpes on my chin, and I have been in great pain for a week now. My body tells me to stop something, and I need to know what it is. I think it is my own thinking and just start talking back to ego. A tough one in this relationship, but maybe it is not the relationship. Maybe it is me, not the relationship. How do I see myself, my behavior in this realistically? Much love and have a great weekend. So just reading this, I feel like I have to breathe. So I know you're not breathing because I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, wow. You know how when you can't control one thing? And so once ego gets in and then it ego's like and this and that and this and that and it just comes in from every direction in different voices and you're like yeah I'm so upset and I want to say in in truth what are you really upset at because first it's a pregnancy Then it's, this person had children before. Then it's, I might be too old. Then it's, I want to, but I don't. Then it's, I think I'm listening to my ego. But the truth is, when we are older and we start looking back at our lives, it can be quite frightening As you start to think of that you're older and you can't get that time back, we cannot go backward. And it's hard to tell someone who's younger that thing because they feel like they can't wait until they're rested. They can't wait until they're secure. And what they don't know is if they're not secure today, they are not going to feel any more secure tomorrow because it's a mindset of how we feel about our own lives. But what a disservice we do to our decision-making process by going back and saying, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. And then you start to regret and you feel remorse and then you get angry because you cannot change the past. And then... You're older, so you're most likely, if you're going to meet someone and want to have a child and you're older, the chances of any man that you may meet to father this child that you would love to have, boyfriend, fiancé, or husband, he is going to have had children, most likely, already in his life. Because most people, if they've been married prior to meeting you, and most of the time you will meet people who definitely have been in a relationship is going to have or produce children. So what your brain is doing to you, and it's, it's like ego is in there running the show, well, look, everything isn't perfect. You waited too long, and now you want to have kids with a man who's had kids. What a mess. Instead of, aren't you happy you met someone that you love? Aren't you happy for all the things that did work out in your life up until today? Breathe. Seeing the decisions I've made until today, yeah, some of them were kind of funky. Some of them were a little weird. Some of them were great. But overall, I'm actually proud of myself with my life and the decisions I have made. I'm pretty happy about those things. And I've come a long way. I used to think like this and I've actually kind of learned how to help myself. So why do I feel like I want to erase this person's past because I don't want to deal with it. And I don't want to have children with someone who had children already. Well, who are you going to meet? Someone that's 25? When you talk back to these arguments and you're not coming back to yourself with love, You are going to feel very vulnerable because you're trying to rewrite something that you actually cannot, not because you can't create it in the future, but we can't rewrite what's happened. We can go back to the fork in the road and repave it with love like, hey, you know what, I I love my boyfriend. I know he's going to be a good dad because I've seen him be a good dad to his children. I know he's a compassionate person because he waited on the separation and the divorce by allowing his ex-wife to better educate herself. I really care about her. I may not want to be married to her anymore. I love you right now, but I am taking care of what's behind me. That's a class act. But ego turned it into a war, into an argument. That's what's going on right now. Ego just came in and wanted to rob you, which is what it is. My father used to say this all the time, that it's a robber without a gun. We allow it to rob us. We allow it to strip us of our moment, sticking to your daily routine, trying to take good care of yourself, but you don't know how to handle yourself right now. You actually do know how to handle yourself, but listening to that voice of doom, that voice of fear, doubt, worry, and control, and guilt that brings about the regret and the remorse, and the anger that you can't control another person. You can't control what you've done in the past. You can't control. It's like an endless level of hysteria inside that says, I, I just can't get anything right. But see, that's not true. And you're buying into the lie and it's a big lie that you can control another person what's happening is when a heart wants to go full throttle one way and the mind is putting on the brakes and you're getting sick and you're breaking out with these big lesions on your face what your body's actually telling you to Stop. It's not the baby or not, or the pregnancy or not, or that decision or not. What it's asking you to stop is how you're treating yourself. It's like you are beating yourself up. You don't need anyone else to come and do it. And the hard part would be would be being around you. Imagine your partner trying to have dinner with you and thinking, we're just going to have dinner and I can't wait to eat goulash tonight. And he's getting these mixed signals, mixed emotions, because you feel mixed up. You feel like someone put you in a blender. And no one deserves to feel that way because no one's life is so messed up that they can't face it. So how, how do you deal with this? There's a lot of stuff going on right now. But I, I can feel the pain of it because it is painful to feel all of that. And I just ask you to take a deep breath, and I, I mean a deep one. And if one still has your mind racing, take two, and if two still has your mind racing, take three. And while you're doing that, remind yourself of this. Every single day of my life has ended. There are no mistakes. I would not have done one thing different with the knowledge I had on the days that I made those decisions. There are things I have accomplished. There are things that I knew were hard for me to do and I kept trying and I did them. Why does my mind keep upping the ante on how to make me feel inadequate when I don't, when I don't feel inadequate? Why does my brain keep reintroducing those thoughts. Part of it is that yin and yang, it's the up and down and up and down, and either you're, you're great and the whole world is great, or you're you know beat up and there's no in-between. Well, it goes exactly to what I talked about at the beginning of this show about balance. We have to remember there is Happiness and happiness is a hard choice sometimes, especially when this is all going on. It's not about the pregnancy, it's not about being a mom, it's not about missing being a mom. You can't miss being a mom because you never were a mom. But what if you turned that around and said, Oh, wow, good one, ego? But I, I had to mom myself first before I could. Be of service to another human being's soul. It's not about having a vanity child so that you could be a mom. It's about raising another person to be a functioning human being in this world. They're not your prize. They're not a toy. They're not a pet. They're a lot of work. A lot of love. A lot of patience. And you have to have that for yourself or you're not going to be able to give that to another child or to a child. Because you already have the children of your boyfriend in your life. And that's why I say if he's a good father to his family and he's a good ex-spouse to his ex-partner, that says a lot about the person. That answers your question that he's a caring human being and he can care and will care for you. But ego comes in and turns in it all about you. You want a child. These circumstances aren't perfect. Perfection is love. All the teachings of Christ are just coming out right now. All the things he's been saying. Every day ends as it should. There are no mistakes. If we call something a mistake, what insecurity are we masking that we called it a mistake? If we have anger, where is that injured love that I need the attention, I need to be perfect? Because that's, that's a standard that's elusive, because perfection doesn't have a definition. So when you say, can you see where, what is going on, is that you're on the merry-go-round and what happened is you put it on fast and you just didn't know you can jump off. You don't need to argue with someone else. You've got enough Argument going on within yourself, so I want to take you back to something that truly in this past year has been something I've had to say to myself over and over again. I as well, in the shutdown, in even the riots and the looting, you know all that happened close by to where I live. And I thought, oh, my God, this is like the end of the world. And Christ said, yes, of course, it's the end of the world, end of the world that you knew. But we can't have change without change happening. We can't go back to the fork in the road without taking away what was on that road. We have to dial back, basically. And I understood that. And the one thing that calms my entire existence down over and over again, on top of everything else that Christ teaches and taught me, I want to say, is that I want what God wants. I say that all day long. I want what God wants. And when I say that, my entire feelings, my entire body, every part of me, physical, mental, calms down. Because when I say that, cannot interfere with God. That is the ultimate love. That is the best we've got. We may not have all the answers. We may not be even meant to have them all. Most of our lives we are spent spending our time on learning just to do things better. Whatever it is we are attracted to, whatever it is we love, it's our life and we keep trying to make our lives better better and sometimes the way we try to make it better is through our ego and our ego is just like these series of shortcuts that take us nowhere but we have to learn that can't just say oh you know they're such bad people now there are people who do very bad things and we have to deal with them but for the most part for the majority which is what i'm speaking to which is what I'm speaking to, speaking to the best of us. I'm giving tools to keep us there because we need to balance the world that we live in. Instead of working yourself into a tizzy, it's not about the relationship. You were right because one you wrote me in the morning and the other one you wrote a little bit later in the day. So you've had some time to... Start to see your role in your own life, which is critical. And it's now starting to spill out into those feelings and it's starting to show up on your body. Calming your soul down, giving yourself the tools that work, that you know work. And sometimes we ignore them, like our egos, like, oh, don't listen to that voice, listen to me. I'm the attention hog. I need you. And then you let yourself spin like a top. And those strong feelings, I I hate to say this, but they're egos. They're not yours. We're a lot calmer than that, left alone. That feeling of feeling vulnerable is because you're listening to something you know in your like deepest psyche, that it's taking you nowhere. What is that saying? When you own your own vulnerabilities, no one else can. And when you don't own your vulnerabilities, anyone else can. And that's what you're living right now. And now you know why Christ said that. And this is a very valuable experience to have this conversation. As I'm telling you the things that work, if you can just get yourself to do them, I personally feel calmer and calmer because I know that what I'm telling you will help you. And I also know you can help yourself. And they just wrote me, what a wonderful show. Thank you so much. Yes, you are so right. I feel much better. Ego is so tricky. I almost didn't recognize ego. So on that note, you guys, I love you very much. I'm so glad you were listening live time. And I will talk to you guys on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. And focus, focus on what's working. Bye-bye.